Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the sports betting network. Of the nightcap, made I made uh, made my partner laugh at the break. So let me throw up in my mouth. That's what you made me do. <laughs> uh, we got some got some coaching carousel. I want to talk to Sean about later on in the show. We don't have to do that now. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray, and uh, let's bring on friend of the program. You know him, you love him from the three man weave. It is Jim Root at Second Chance Points on Twitter, Mister Root. This Missouri flag hanging proudly in the background. Uh, it's upside down. It's not proudly right now. <laughs> oh yeah, I did notice that. What are we uh, are we protesting Missouri right now? Yeah, it's a it's a statement against the current basketball program. So <laughs> until they deserve to be right side up, that's the treatment they get. Well, here's where it gets worse. Uh, the Army Navy game tomorrow. Make sure you tune in. That'll be the team that's spanking that bottom come bowl game. That's true. Yeah, Army against Missouri. That is true. Um, all right, I, I just have, I, I, I need some reassurance here. Uh, right before the season started, uh, I made a uh, little walk over to, to Boyd Sports and uh, took Houston plus 240 to be the number one seed in the AAC. And I look up and I see on that hideous floor, Memphis losing again, Jim. You know, this was a team that, oh, you know, they got... Amani Bates and they got Duran, all the you know, two top five players. They lost to Murray State tonight as a 10 point home favorite. 
What's up with Memphis? And, you know, does this team right the ship at some point uh, in the AAC? Well, first of all, Tim, go ahead and head over to Boyd and double your bet. I, I think that's what you need to do to start <laughs> I off. I wish it was available. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Memphis is a wreck right now. I, I mean, they were up 14 at halftime. This wasn't like a total embarrassment of a performance. Murray State got really hot in the second half. They made, I think, 14 threes for the game. That certainly helps. But it's just a kind of a clown show right now. Like the, the players clearly don't get along. Penny doesn't seem to get along with his players. Every time out, they're like kind of gesturing at each other and making comments. It doesn't seem like there's any cohesion. It, it feels impossible for them to not figure it out. Like at some point, they're just they're going to be too good defensively to not be acceptable. But I mean, right now, I, like four straight losses, uh, home against Murray State at Georgia. These don't look good. These aren't good losses. So there's a chance to enter AAC play under 500 uh, or at 500. I, I don't think that they are even the second team in the AAC right now. Like they're not the main competitor to Houston. You know what's interesting is this doesn't get any easier now. They have uh, number nine Alabama and number 13 Tennessee are their next two games. So mm -hmm. this could extend out to six in a row. Uh, I know Penny has done a great job. I know he turned down some NBA jobs to stay there, but could there start being some whispers, Jim Root? I, I, it's weird because like he's so beloved by the fan base, and they like kind of pushed Tubby Smith out of town because they wanted Penny. But I, I don't know. It, it, it's this weird conundrum of of fandom where they're going to win recruiting battles, and, and at some point, like. Fans just love winning recruiting and like, oh, we got five stars. So we get to celebrate in the offseason. But the on-court uh, on product is is such a shame right now. It's it's hard to watch, and I don't know what there is to get excited about with, with the way they're playing. So I don't think there will be protests to, like, get him fired or something. But, I, I mean, it's just bleak. It's bleak for the Tigers. Well, let's bounce around tomorrow because it's a phenomenal day uh, of college basketball. You know, both Sean and I are going to be a little sad. No college football outside of Army, Navy, FCS games. It's, it's just not it, – it's bowl season starts next week, but it's a great slate of college basketball. And I know you're not going to have a play on every single game, but let's let's try to hit as many. And, and by the way, you know, Jim, I'm already going to ask you to stay on the segment. So uh, you just you know, <laughs> cash that minus 500 right now because <laughs> I, I just always do. Um, but let's stay in the AAC because this is a great game. It's a, it's a late-night game, uh, 10 o'clock – uh, I believe 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Pacific, Houston at Alabama, and uh, the Crimson Tide are a one-and-a-half-point home favorite. Seems pretty short of a line, but a great top 25 showdown uh, tomorrow night uh, there in Tuscaloosa, number nine Alabama against number 14 Houston, and uh, a total of uh, 143.00. Three and a half, I believe, is what I saw. So, uh, anything you see in Houston, Alabama tomorrow night? Well, this is one of a few games, maybe like five or six, that I saw the openers, some of them offshore, uh, and they have been moving, like on the move already. People, I don't know if it's like the the college football betters are, are like bored because there's nothing coming up for that, so <laughs> they're hitting the college basketball board or what? But this open Houston favored, and Ken Palm has Houston favored, so it, it made some sense. And I was all excited to take home dog Alabama, but of course they're already a favorite. Um, I still lean their way. I, I just think Houston's been a little inflated by beating really bad teams by a ton. Like they beat Bryant by 67. They beat 
a couple swag teams by 40 plus. So that's inflated their efficiency numbers in Alabama. I mean, they, they are coming home after that Gonzaga win. Is there any sort of letdown? I don't think so because they're playing a top 10 team. It's just a tougher stylistic matchup. Houston's so much more physical. They're going to try to grind it in the half court. Whereas Gonzaga kind of let Alabama run. They let them get out in transition. So it's going to be up to Alabama to really dictate the tempo here. If this gets slowed to the half court, then it's advantage Houston. So the tide really need to push. All right. Um, I'm not, I'm just going to try to rattle through, like I said, a, a ton of games here. Um, you know, you know me, Sean knows, you know, I, I like the stinky lines. Right. This line stinks. So before we move on, though, yeah, go ahead. you like Alabama still at minus one and a half, Jim? Or Oh, yeah. I would, I would, I would lean that way. It's not, it's not something super strong, um, but I, I think Alabama gets it done at home. Okay. At Second Chance Points on Twitter is where you can find him. So I, I do like the stinky lines. I, I liked Iowa earlier this week. It was couldn't have been more wrong. Iowa State thumped Iowa. They were undefeated. They were at home and they were catching five points. It seemed to make no sense, and and lo and behold, Iowa State wins that game. You know, going away. So that brings me to this game. So Kentucky opens the season. They play your Blue Devils. They mm-hmm. lose. They've won every game since. Now, the, the competition hasn't been all that great. Notre Dame stinks, man. They're not good. <laughs> They're really bad. And they they just get their butts whipped by everyone that they play, Jim. And I know that Ken Palm liked them, and they still like them, and this is a two-point spread on Ken Palm. At Westgate right now, Kentucky's only laying three and a half. I love home dogs. I can't get behind Notre Dame in this one, man. I Look, it, I, I, I'm either staying away or I'm betting Kentucky. W- what do you see in this one? Because Notre Dame stinks. Yeah, I, I lean towards Kentucky, too. And, and I'm with you, though. That not only does Notre Dame stink, the line stinks, too. It yeah. just feels so low. Fishy. We watched yeah, Notre Dame not look good against a shorthanded Illinois team on the road. Uh, Notre Dame in Vegas at the Maui Invitational was not great. The loss to Texas A&M was really confusing. I do feel like there's some regression to come for them in terms of shooting. Like like Prentice Hub is too good of a shooter to be where he's at right now. Same with Cormac Ryan. They've basically been getting carried by by Goodwin and the freshman, Blake Wesley. I, I think maybe the, the spot will play up for them a little bit. Um, I, I'm not surprised to see Kentucky taking money. I think they probably will continue to do so up to maybe five or six. Uh, at that point, it's definitely a stay away from me. But down down at three, three and a half, I would consider the Wildcats. I just think they're better, and Notre Dame is still a little bit overvalued in the market. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they got crushed by Boston College. I, it's it's not good. I, I, I'm happy Marcus Freeman was hired. I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Um, this is a, a fun game. I'll, I'll throw out rotation numbers, too, for folks. Six seven one six seven two. Uh I know you've been tweeting about them. Uh, we got to see them, Aaron and I. We invited Sean. He declined. Uh, we got to see Arizona in Vegas right before Thanksgiving. Man, did they look the part. And they're continuing. They're just crushing teams. And they've got a big old challenge coming up tomorrow in Champaign against Illinois. Uh, right now, DraftKings has it as a pick. Illinois as a one-point favorite at Westgate. Arizona, Illinois. Anything jumping out at you uh, in this one? I got to ride with my Arizona guys. I, I can't I can't get off the bandwagon now just as a short favorite or, or short dog on the road. Um, Illinois started to figure out who they are. No Curbelo has almost helped them. It, it's kind of aligned the pecking order and allowed Plummer to just break out as a star on the perimeter. But I just think this Arizona team rocks. Uh, I saw a stat from Jared Burson from ESPN that the last two teams to start 8-0 with an average winning margin of 30 or more were last year's Baylor team 
pretty good. That was pretty and good. And Kentucky from 2015, the team that went to the Final Four undefeated and then fell to Wisconsin. So one of the best college teams to not win the national title. So I, I think this Arizona team is elite, elite, and there's still maybe some hesitance to crown them there because of preseason expectations and they haven't like got that marquee win because Michigan struggled a little bit, but I think we kind of see a little bit of more of a, a national coming out party tomorrow where their length and their, their potency on offense really bothers Illinois and they get a huge, huge road win and, and it's really a tough spot because it'll be hype for Illinois, but I'm riding with the Wildcats. Let's sneak in one more before the break. Jim Root joining us, three man weave, check out his great work, follow him on Twitter. They do live streams. Uh, they, they do a phenomenal job breaking everything down, college basketball, and, and it's a huge slate tomorrow. Arkansas at Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma, you know, the new era has begun down there. Uh, they opened, if, I, if I'm seeing this right, I think they opened around three-point favorites. This has been bet towards Arkansas, but Oklahoma still a slight home favorite tomorrow. Uh, we got about 30 seconds on this one, Arkansas and Oklahoma tomorrow. Yeah, the, the the opening line made no sense to me. I, I, I'm not a huge Arkansas fan, but Oklahoma just lost at home to Butler. That's bad. This Butler team's not good. Arkansas is pretty solid. They've got a lot of wing athleticism, and, and they play a, a very switchable style. This one's actually in Tulsa, so anyone vetting it, make sure you know it's, it's kind of neutral. Uh, lean towards Arkansas there, though, Tim. All right. Uh, we got more games to get to. Uh, Jim can never come on and do just one second. Yeah, uh, keep him around. I, I've got to force him to take uh, enjoy his Friday night hanging out with us. So one more segment with Jim Root breaking down just a loaded, loaded Saturday slate of college basketball. That's coming up next right here on the Nightcap. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. 
Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSN Holiday Offer is here. Right now, when you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you'll also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all, all our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus 20 bucks to buy VSIN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VSIN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Sean King, I'm Tim Murray. Perfect holiday gift to me is talking college hoops with our guy Jim Root. Nice. It's a beautiful holiday gift, and we Keep him over, hold him hostage, however you want to define it. Uh, real quickly, there's no number, but it was a wonderful day for the state of New Jersey yesterday with Seton Hall beating Texas. Uh, I was on that side, so that was nice. I think you were as well. And uh, and then Rutgers winning at the buzzer against Purdue. So I don't know what this number will be, but Rutgers going to Seton Hall on Sunday. We love letdown spots in this show, right, Sean? Right. This is the... Let down of all letdown spots for Rutgers, right? Seton Hall, what are we playing this game up to? That's that's the question. I mean, it's tough because, like, you want to say letdown, but it's a massive rivalry yeah, game, I so know. if Rutgers can't get up for that, like, what's wrong with them? If you can't get up for Seton Hall, your, your in-state <laughs> rival, then that's not good. Uh, but it, the number is the question. I, I, I see that Ken Palm has it 10 which somewhat approximates the market. If it's that high, it's hard to lay that much with, with Seton Hall. But I mean, look what Rutgers did when they went on the road to Illinois. I think they lost by 25 or 30. Uh, I just think the rack crowd really fueled them. There's some, I mean, the, the game winner was as fluky as it gets for, for Harper. Um, I, I just think Seton Hall's defense and length and size is going to be overwhelming. The one thing to watch is Ike Obiagu, their big 7-2 monster, got hurt against Texas. So they might not have that shot blocking presence against uh, Rutgers inside. Uh, I, I just I wouldn't lay minus ten. Uh, I would probably take Seton Hall at something like seven. Okay, you give me seven, but I don't know if we'll see that. So that's on Sunday, no number yet. But let's get the games that we can bet right now on the Saturday slate. We've hit on a bunch of them. Uh, I love my Bonnies. 
they're heading to Newark, New Jersey tomorrow. So a neutral site game. Look, we saw how well that Bonnie fan base travels down to Char- uh, Char- uh, Charleston, South Carolina earlier this year. They've got UConn, man. This is, uh, this is a hell of a game uh, there tomorrow afternoon. Uh, you're looking at a spread right now. Connecticut, three and a half. Uh, I see one four offshore. Uh, Bonnie's as a dog. I don't know if we've seen that yet this year, but UConn's playing good basketball. Yeah, this it feels a little high on a neutral. I mean, both teams have serious injury questions. Uh, point guard Kyle Lofton for the Bonnies has been dealing with a high ankle sprain. I think there's a chance he plays in this one. I mean, he never comes off the floor when he's healthy, so that that's big for them. And then the other side, UConn's got uh, Tyrese Martin and Adama Sanogo, both probably out. I think there's a chance Martin returns, the, the athletic wing. But, yeah, I kind of like dog Bonnies. I mean, they, they've been big favorite, laying points at home and, They've gotten off to a lot of slow starts, both there and at the the tournament down in Charleston. Uh, I, I think this is kind of a time for them to raise up and and show us the performance that we've kind of been waiting to see for a team that was the A10 favorite and had all these accolades coming into the year. They haven't shown it yet, so it's about time we see it. Hopefully, Lofton can get on the court for them tomorrow. Talking once again to Jim Root at Second Chance Points on Twitter. Check out his Twitter feed. Three Man Weave Twitter feed tomorrow morning. They'll be breaking down all these games, giving out their favorite plays in depth. Uh, We're trying to get ahead of the curve here uh, late night for you folks. Earlier this week, Sean and I, and you, I believe, Jim, what what did we do? We backed Shaka as a dog. We did. We did. We said plus point Shaka, let's ride it home. Tomorrow's a different beast with UCLA heading to Milwaukee. There have been, I believe, six instances this year where Marquette has been a dog. They won outright against Illinois, won outright against Mississippi, won outright against West Virginia, won outright against Kansas State. Four times a dog, covered one outright. They also were a dog against the Bonnies. They lost by 16, and they were a dog on the road against Wisconsin. They lost by 13. Marquette's catching five and a half. Seems a little cheap, to be honest, uh, for UCLA. I love me some Shaka as a dog, but is this number too short to be backing Marquette here? Yes, unfortunately. Ah. It's almost like the market's caught on a little bit. I wanted seven. I thought the UCLA hype machine would would manufacture this one a little higher. Uh, perhaps we'll get lucky and Cody Riley will get ruled in for this game for UCLA and we'll see the line tick up. And at that point, I might punch back against the market if it gets up to seven. Uh, but five and a half, I, I'm, I'm surprised to see it that well. We saw, uh, I think Illinois was an eight, eight and a half point favorite at Marquette and Marquette obviously won. And some of those wins that you mentioned have, have bumped up their value. And, and finally odds makers are taking notice. So while I do think Marquette competes, I just, the number isn't right there for me to, to, to go after the value here. Well, it looks like Circa's posting their numbers right now. So maybe they'll uh, maybe they'll, yeah, maybe maybe they'll we'll give it. us a little yeah. gift here. It looks like uh, our friends over the South Point may have a seven available, Mr. Root, uh, in favor of the Bruins. So uh, Hopping so, on my app right now. Yeah, something to, uh, <laughs> yeah. something to keep an eye on. I'm trying to see. Oh, uh, Wisconsin and Ohio State. Uh, a Big Ten showdown this game in Columbus. Columbus uh, obviously has been fruitful. Uh, Sean, if you want to earmuff it there for a second, uh, Ohio yeah. State winning outright a good against loss Duke. Uh, that was a, a, jo- a joyous occasion for me that night. Uh, but Wisconsin, I don't, I don't know what to think of them. They're, you know, feels like the oldest team in the world. Uh, they beat Indiana coming back with that miraculous comeback. They're catching a bunch of points uh, in this spot uh, against Ohio State. 
Uh, right now, you're looking at four, four and a half. Circa posted four. Westgate's got four and a half. Uh, what do you look at Wisconsin, Ohio State tomorrow afternoon? And I, I if I had to make a play here, I would take the under. Mm. I, I think Wisconsin got sped up by Marquette, slowed a little bit down against Indiana, but that got frenetic late. I think this one play is pretty slow, very familiar. Uh, conference opponents, Wisconsin likes to control the tempo. Man, against the number, Wisconsin just feels invincible right now. Like, they got down... 20 against Indiana and they came back and covered minus four and a half in, in the final 10 seconds there, 20, 20 seconds. It's hard to to bet against the Badgers right now in their late game execution and shot making. But I, I kind of think Ohio State gets it done if I had to take a side there. It's the first time Wisconsin's been a, a road dog. They, they went to Georgia Tech, but they were a road favorite in that one. So I, I would give the Buckeyes a slight lean here despite probably no justice suing and a little bit of personnel limitations there. but. I just don't really want to get in front of the Wisconsin train right now, to be honest. And uh, they're yeah, catching points on the road. Uh, one more top 25 matchup before we get to a, an off-the-radar game uh, that, that you're intrigued by. Uh, BYU, number top 25 in the country. Mark Pope, um, you know, people talking about them. I mean, every coach, I think, has pretty much been mentioned about going to Maryland. Um, <laughs> but uh, this game being played in, what, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, between BYU and Creighton tomorrow at the Pentagon. Um, we've got Creighton catching six on the neutral floor there against top 25 BYU. Eight and one BYU. Uh, I don't know. You know Creighton's you know, lost a ton of talent, obviously, from last year. Kind of an unknown commodity. Uh, they're sitting at, what, 7-2 and two this year. Lost to Iowa State last weekend. Um, laying it or taking it? What, what's jumping out at you in this game? Leaning towards taking it with Creighton here. They're super young, so that's a concern. But BYU's got some issues. Like They, they don't have any size right now. They're, they're, they're top two centers. Richard Harward's out with a heart condition, potentially for the year. And then Gavin Baxter's out for the season with a torn ACL. And against Creighton, that's kind of a problem. They've been dominant in the paint this year. They're seventh in two-point percentage on offense, 26th on defense. So they're going to take away easy buckets, and they're going to try to pound BYU inside. That could be a bit of an issue for the Cougars, and it does feel like you're getting a decent amount of points there on a neutral. Uh, Hopefully, this this young Creighton team is starting to come together. They are off that loss, so perhaps that helps. Uh, I just I, it feels a little high with with the the limitations that BYU's got in the front court right now. All right, well BYU's eight and one. Their lone loss, stunning upset mm. against Utah Valley State, whose head coach is one of the best dancers on earth. Okay, Mark Madsen. You know, Mark Madsen is dancing. Um, that what that's called? Utah Valley. That was a season. This is what Jim. This is why we love Jim. Utah Valley's traveling to Laramie late night tomorrow to take on the Pokes of Wyoming. Both these teams coming off losses. Wyoming, last time we saw them, obliterated by Arizona. So give us a 45-second breakdown of Wyoming, Utah Valley, with Wyoming laying seven and a half. Love Wyoming here. Yeah, you mentioned they just played Arizona. I mean, you're coming off playing Arizona. Anyone else is going to feel like you're playing mortals. It's going to be great to be on the court against anyone else. And on the other end, Utah Valley just played that emotional rivalry game against Southern Utah. Couldn't quite get it done in the final minute. It's hard not to expect a little bit of a letdown here. I mean, they're used to altitude, but Laramie is a different beast. 
Wyoming is mega well coached. Their coach, Jeff Linder, is all over the analytics revolution and, and shot selection. A lot of threes and layups for them. I think they get it done at home here with Utah Valley dealing with some injuries as well. So go Cowboys. Look at that. See, that's why we have Jim Root on the show. Nice. Wyoming, late night, lock it in. Jim, you're the man. We appreciate it. Best of luck uh, on, the, on your bets. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you for having me. At Second Chance Points, follow him on Twitter. It's the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. VEASAN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to know to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's year's guide provides matchup analysis on every bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. This guide is designed to give you an edge whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few high-value prop opportunities. The guide. Drops on Monday, folks, December 13th. Make sure you get your copy. 1999, vcin.com slash subscribe. It is the nightcap here on vcin. Thank you very much, as always, to our guy, Jim Root. And uh, I just fired away. We'll roll with him. I trust Jim. On all of them? On Wyoming, baby. Okay. You really like the pokes? He liked uh, Arizona. Like laying seven? You uh, liked Arizona? Yeah. I mean, once again, he was... He's so knowledgeable in all of this. He's going to give us opinion on pretty much every every game. But uh, that just uh, opened here at circa seven, so I took the seven, laid the seven with Wyoming. Pokes of Wyoming. Yeah, let's ride with Wyoming. Um, cowboy, cowboy. It's week Cowboy in Vegas. Week. Yes, see, Wyoming's a cowboy centric state. Boom. Got Boom. The cowboys. That's it. Well, speaking of the Cowboys, before we get into uh, before we get into Dallas Cowboys, I need to get your thoughts on that situation. Oklahoma State Cowboys. Now, we just did our bowl read, and uh, I wrote up the Fiesta Bowl. We talked about it last night uh, with Scott Seidenberg, and both Scott and I uh, like Notre Dame. I I think this is going to ultimately be a very, very public side, which I hate, Mm -hmm. obviously. Uh, Chris Andrews, uh, he said he likes the pokes. Uh, Matt Medcalf, I was texting with him. He said he makes this game around a pick. So you're getting a little bit of value at Oklahoma State. Interesting news today. With Notre Dame and with Oklahoma State, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on it. So, Kyron Williams, mm-hmm. Notre Dame's leading rusher, over a thousand yards rushing this year. Also, their second leading receiver has 42 receptions on the year. Opted out of the bowl game. Uh, Kyle Hamilton, their All-American safety, is out. But I was assuming that was going to happen. He, uh, there were thoughts that if they made the playoff, he could potentially play. Uh, he is not going to play in the bowl game. So you've got Kyron Williams. And uh, and Kyle Hamilton out, and you're going up against one of the most stout rushing defenses in the country, number five in the country in rush defense. Notre Dame, when they've played stout running defenses, whether it be Wisconsin earlier in the year in September or Cincinnati in October, they struggled mightily. Now they got better against bad defenses, but then on the other side, Jim Knowles, who we knew took the job at Ohio State, but we weren't sure if he would be coaching. Mm-hmm. It came out today that he will not be coaching. So I'm curious to get your thoughts because obviously you've been on both sides of it. You've been on the playing side. You've been on the coaching side. Which team took a bigger hit today? Jim Knowles 
officially being out as D coordinator and will not coach the bowl game, or Notre Dame being without their leading rusher? Uh, Notre Dame, simply because the second leading rusher on the team is the backup quarterback. Buckner. Tyler Buckner. Yeah, so But Logan Diggs, their their freshman, has been running better. He has two hundred and one yards on the season. But you look Tyree at Tyree has two hundred and four. So I mean I'm not hurt. saying they're not capable. Right. Just the way that this season has played out, it's mm-hmm. been all Kyron Williams. Yep. So defensively, I think Oklahoma State will be okay because that unit's been together all year. Uh they'll be very familiar with what they like to do defensively. You know, more so than scheme, they beat you on effort and energy. So uh, I think they'll be okay. Um, Do you think, and we always play psychology. I don't like Notre Dame nearly as much as I did yeah. before. No, I agree. I mean, Kyron Williams is, is you know, one of the heart and souls of that team. and I Because as you mentioned, he has 42 catches yeah. on the year as well. So he played, he was a, a, every down back. And as I as I point out, and you can you know read it in the, in the bowl preview, Notre Dame's offense came to life second half of the season. Did it come to life because they figured something out or because they played terrible defenses? I would say yes, we'll both. yes and yes. Yeah, yeah, a little I, bit of both. I, the offense got better, uh, but I think, you know, the, 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 the level of competition, especially defensively when you play Stanford and, you know, North Carolina, Virginia, all those teams are, you know, 100 or worse, and you've got Oklahoma State coming in. I, I'm just very fascinated uh, by the motivation of Oklahoma State. Because this team was less than a yard away from going to the college football playoff. Look, you've got an opportunity to play Notre Dame, and anytime you could beat Notre Dame, it's a good thing, right? But, man, you were this close, Sean, to being in the playoff, and you're not there. There has to be a sense of letdown for Oklahoma State, I would think. But maybe not. <sighs> Bowl games are Frustration just... more than letdown. Right. And maybe they take that frustration yeah. out and want to beat Notre Dame. I, I I know this is a low total for college, mm-hmm. but I mean I I'd have to lean to the under. I don't know how Oklahoma State's offense. Now, yeah, they're not very good. Now Jalen Warren, he was the running back out. Right. If he plays, they're a completely different offense. I mean, they, they still could, can't throw the ball. No. Yeah. So uh, just uh, that was news that came out today. I do want to get to the coaching carousel. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Uh, in uh, in the show because Tony Elliott, there was rumors maybe he won't go to Clemson, uh, and now he is going to Clemson, which I think is a good Virginia. hire. Virginia, oh, Virginia, sorry, yep. not he, uh, rumors he may be staying at Clemson. Yep. He goes to Virginia. Mike Elko goes to Duke. Uh, the carousel's slowing down. Oregon still has not decided who they're going with. We're going to get to our bankroll uh, on the, in the next segment, uh, but I want to get to uh, the comments that were made by Mike McCarthy, and then the rebuttal today by Ron Rivera, the head coach of Washington. So we've got this graphic. This is from yesterday's show, and it doesn't include the rebuttal, which I will uh, add to this. But Mike McCarthy said, I'm excited about what's in front of us. We're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Amari Cooper, of course, man, we're going to go out there and get the W. Not on here was Dak Prescott. Bleep yeah. You know, he said, we're going to win this game. Jonathan Allen of, the, of Washington said, the only guarantee in this world is death and taxes. <laughs> and then Ron Rivera today said, I think that's a big mistake. He's now made it about him and what he said. It's not about his players anymore. I think that's the big mistake. That's why, to me, you don't do these things. What you do is you focus in on, you get ready. 
and you play football. We show up on Sunday and see what happens. That was Ron Rivera today. I love this, by I the mean, way. This is great. This it, is almost like a college field. It's extremely game. entertaining. It is great. And I would normally say yes. I mean, bulletin board material does matter, but I mean, this is Washington and Dallas. It's this one of the best a, rivalries. Division game. Yeah. Like this game was going to have a lot riding on it, regardless, just because of the standings. And we're getting in the final stretch. You know, I think Dallas is trying to convince themselves. You know, I think there might be some insecurity inside of that Dallas organization about how good are they really. And that's not a good thing. I know Washington's confident. Yeah. I know they believe in what they're doing. They're starting, you know, to put together some really solid performances in in all three phases. And I like Washington in this game to win outright. Mm -hmm. I just do. I just think they're in the right spot. I think Dallas caught a break with the Saints game, you know, getting Taysom Hill, no Alvin Kamara. You know, no Mike Thomas. I just, I think Washington's going to beat Dallas. I really do. Washington catching four and a half at home. Um, I, yeah, if I if I had to play it, I would I would certainly look towards Washington. And you know, if they win this game, if Washington wins this game, you know that six fifty <laughs> becomes really really tantalizing. Goal for your Knights. Finally. But they do. Apparently Jeez. apparently they score in the closing minutes of each period because they scored a goal with what forty nine seconds to go in the first they period. They've been tripping. They just scored a goal with a minute and a half to go in the second period. So they have even things up. Flyers and Knights now even at two apiece late in the second period. Uh so we're trending towards the over. Uh that I got a three three game in Vancouver, Winnipeg, so that game's gonna over, but now I just need Vancouver to win. How's your other game looking? Uh, Florida. Yeah, it's 3-1 with 39 seconds left. Wow. 3-1 to the end of the first period. It was period. 3-1 in the first period, <laughs> right. and you're going to get home on that one. So. I'd love another Knights goal, by the way. here. That would be tremendous. So in your parlay, did you include Knights puck line? or No, just, just straight. Straight win? Okay. Yeah. So you can't play the puck line in the parlay with the total in the same game. Gotcha. Yep. There you go. Puck Stradamus at it again, trying a six-leg uh, six Hockey parlay. More importantly, though, the big bet is with the Golden Knights straight on the puck line. Yeah. By the way. So what's crazy is it's four. It's 2-2, so that's a total of four. I think the total is six in that game. So for me to win my regular ticket, my big ticket, I got to get at least a push on the total. Uh, We talked about this a little bit uh, when when Derek was in studio about the, uh, the props who will score a goal props here mm-hmm. at Circa. And one that was getting a ton of play was Max Pacioretty. He just scored again. Nice. Max Pacioretty has now scored in six or sorry. What was he, plus 145 Five or straight games, plus 145 to score a goal. Yeah, that's what I should have played. Five straight games, Max <laughs> Pacioretty, he just scored. So uh, we're pulling for Sean here, 2-2, two to two, closing minute of the second period. Hopefully the Knights can get a maybe a late goal here. We've got that six-leg parlay going on. We'll see what he's got going on in his bankroll. Man, after getting in the black, I've had back-to-back brutal weeks. I need a bounce back. Our bankroll's coming up next right here on the Nightcap. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to do That's my, my dance, dance. <laughs> This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a PlayCard Debit MasterCard and get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply. Subject to card activation and ID verification terms and costs. Costs apply. Card issued by MetaBank and a member FBIC. It is the nightcap here on VEASAN alongside Sean King, a.k.a. Puck Stradamus. I am Tim Murray. A little sad. Not too sad, but just a little, a little sad. All right. No college football tomorrow, other mm-hmm. than one game. And it's a great game, Navy-Army, Army-Navy. Uh, we will get to that in, uh, in just a little bit. Knights and uh, 
And the Flyers, after two periods, tied up at two. All right. You need a little uh, little love there. Yeah. Maybe an empty netter would be nice. Well, hopefully we don't get there. Hopefully it's you know, five two. You know, nice. Sounds great. Before the empty net thing happens. Um. So a couple of weeks ago, I was feeling great. We had gotten out of the red into the black, and then back to back weeks of. Bleh. Yeah. And I am back in the red. Uh, but let's get to you. What is your bankroll? Uh, I'm curious. I have no idea where you're going this week. Okay. And uh... I actually think I like both. Uh, I like both of these plays. <laughs> yeah, I like the Bills. You know, I just think it's. This is uh, surprising to me. It's, I think it's going to be a high scoring game, one. And I love teams the week after I feel like they got embarrassed. And I feel like the Patriots embarrassed the Bills. Like, especially on defense. Like, they really had to dig deep this week and, you know, check the manhood. Like, are we what we think we are? Now, granted, they only gave up, was it 10 points? Or was it 14. 14. So, it's not like they gave a bunch of points, but just the method in which oh, yeah, they were beat. And don't ask Jordan Poyer about right. that. He so get they're, very, they're a little salty, very upset. Which is a good thing. I don't know if the Bills win this game outright, but I do think it's very, very similar to Cowboys-Bucks. To open the season. I okay. think it'll be a high-scoring game. I think uh, both quarterbacks will play at a high level. You know, when I do, I like the hook. I really love the hook. So I'm taking the Bills plus the three-and-a-half points. I love the 49ers in this game. You know, unnoticed last week in the loss was George Kittles is all the way back. I think he had nine catches, 180 yards, two touchdowns. Going to be a matchup nightmare for that Bengals defense. And also, don't look now, but guess who's leading the NFL in interceptions? Joe Burrow. And he's hurt. Yeah, so I like San Francisco to get after the Cincy quarterback a little bit. And I just think the 49ers are the better team. I, I really do. I think Cincy's about to go through a tough stretch here. So those are my two bets, Bills plus the three-and-a-half, 49ers minus one-and-a-half. I don't love that they're both road teams, but, you know, sometimes when you know, you know. So I, I like these two plays this week. Yeah, I uh, can't disagree. I like disagreeing, but uh, I can't. Uh, I like the Bills. I think that is – you know, I always talk about buy low opportunities. I think it is. I think it's a buy low spot. Yes, it's in Tampa, but, you know, they just, you know, short week for them. But I think a lot of people, our, our friend Scott Seidenberg, he's given up on the Bills, thinks they're soft, you know. Maybe. And, and that's a part of the gut check this week. Right. So you go down to Tampa Bay. Uh, Bucks seem to be just kind of on cruise control here, going to cruise their way in. I, I'm with you. I like the Bills. Uh, not part of my bankroll, but certainly a, a game that I am keeping an eye on. I like the 49ers, too. Uh, so let's take a look at my bankroll. Uh, it's a bit all over the place. I also have the 49ers on there. 49ers, uh, 220 to win 200. So I like the 49ers. I'm with you as well. We got a little weird up top. I see. Got a little weird. So once again, Navy's not my favorite play because earlier this week when Kenny was on, the number was 7.5. Right. I really like it at 7.5. That's where I personally played it. But I'm still going to roll with the midshipmen. I, I, I've... You know, I've heard different people. Uh, Chris the Bear Felica, who I, I like to be on the same side of. He likes Army. I, I just think, and you, Sean, we've talked about this game. This is the Super Bowl for both of these teams. But Navy, man, when you, they are 3-8 and eight this year. They played 10 teams that went to a bowl game. They played two top five teams in Notre Dame and Cincinnati. They covered against East Carolina. That was a game that we, we we talked about on the show. We really liked that. That was a heartbreaking loss, but they were right there. 
they they end the season against Temple. Temple stinks, but still, they they crushed them. I think there's a, a little bit of momentum there for Navy. Now, Army played really well against Liberty. They won going away, the really good win. Uh, but I just think this is a lot of points. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be windy uh, in Philadelphia. It's not going to be cold. Or sorry, MetLife Stadium, I beg your pardon, up there in New Jersey. But I think Navy can keep this thing close. I don't know if they can win, but I think they can absolutely keep this thing close, Sean. I love 7.5, still like 7. Anything under that, I'm not going to play. But with a total of 35, i got to take the points. I, I, I hear you. I hear you. Let me say this. I do think Navy had a much stronger strength of schedule. I think they played the more quality opponents. But the eye test tells me that this Army team is just really talented. They're good. They are. And very rarely will I say that about an academy. Normally it's about discipline and effort and, you know, commitment to doing the little things right all the time. You don't really look at the team and, like, you know, he's a really good player. Army has really good football players. So I just like Army. I don't think it'll be easy, but I do like them to win this game by 10 or more. I really do. Last year, uh, it was, I think, 3 nothing in the fourth quarter. Army scored. I had Navy. Uh, Army scored late and then got a safety. I think it was 12 nothing. You know, they ended up covering. So, who see? Uh, I'll say this. The, the, thing, the thing that bothers me about Navy is they played five quarterbacks this year. Like, mm-hmm. they have not been able to get the quarterback position figured out. They fired the OC, then brought him back. And I think the head coach at one point was like, listen, if they gone, I'm gone. Like, this hadn't been a normal year at the Naval Academy regarding the football program. And they're really good when they have a dynamic quarterback. I played against them multiple times while I was at USF. I just don't think this is one of their better teams, especially on offense. I think Army covers. All right, we will see. I liked it more at 7.5, but I'll take I don't have seven. it in my bankroll, though, so I hope you're right. So uh, we got Navy. I, I, it's a smaller play, 110 to win 100. This is shout-out to my guy, Mo. Uh, Mo, Mo, Matoy Pearson, uh, this is his special. Uh, he loves the FCS, and uh, I believe WinBet has this game at 8.5. You got it, Mo. I'm riding with you, my man, because I need more college football to play. South Dakota State at Villanova. We're going to lay the 7. All right, sure. There you go, 110 to win 100. On to the NFL. Hey, hold on, hold on. Yeah. You're overlooking something. And it's your guy. Yeah, it's that's your my guy, Chris Oladokun. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good Play call. Play seven, baby. Yeah, good call. Let's roll. They pushed in round one, I think, against Sac, Sac State or something they played. Yeah. I think the number was five, and they won by five. They're laying seven on the road. A little, a little fishy. I'm riding with my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Oladokun. Yeah, let's get it. All right. Uh, to the NFL, um, Seattle at home. Um I got a two-team teaser here, 360 to win 300. Um, I've pushed Baltimore up to nine. Uh, that was, you know, it moved to three today. I usually just like it to get an eight and a half, but we get through that key number of seven. I think it's going to be a close game. Baltimore just won this game two weeks ago. Cleveland's coming off a bye, uh, but I'll take Baltimore plus the nine on the road. And then Seattle, yes, they're on the road, but guess who's not starting for Houston? Tyrod Taylor. Davis Mills at quarterback. Seattle under three. That'll be a very, very popular teaser. I will take Seattle. I'm with you on the 49ers. I will lay the one and a half with the San Francisco 49ers. Nice. That'll continue to steam up. It's at two in some spots. Uh, I really like Antonio Gibson. And this is another one of those Brad Evans specials where I like this 
And then I saw that Brad was on it, and I like it even more. Okay. So Brad Evans likes Antonio Gibson over 65 and a half rushing yards. I do too. If you look at how they have now started, uh, Sean, to embrace Antonio Gibson. Last three games, 95, 111, 88. Last two games, 52 rushing attempts. He's catching the ball in the backfield. They are utilizing Antonio Gibson a whole hell of a lot right now there in Washington. So over 65 and a half rushing yards for Antonio Gibson. And then I needed to find something else. I think Taysom Hill finds the end zone. in the Against the Jets, I don't know if New Orleans is going to win this game. I don't know if they'll cover. They're a favorite on the road. I think Taysom Hill finds the end zone on the ground. I will take the plus money, plus 150, 90 to win 135. There you go. I'm not mad There's at your place. I'm not mad at your place. Weird. I like your plays. You like my plays. I wish you would parlay the Antonio Gibson with the Taysom Hill any time touchdown. Maybe I can. Yeah, and put the whole 200 on there. Anyway. There you go. Yeah. Um, but I, I do like Gibson uh, to go over. I'm not a big prop guy. Me either. So that's why I'm like kind of. I haven't played one player prop all year in football. Really? Yep. I was on KJ Osborne last night, and that touchdown pass made me very happy. Yeah, late. number twenty from Pittsburgh is terrible. Uh, late in the game, so there you go. There's our bankroll plays. We'll revisit them to close out the show. Two plays for Mr. King, a bunch of plays for me. <laughs> I need some wins, man. I was in the black, now I'm back in the red. I need some wins this week. Let's get it home. Jared Smith. Hopefully, he's got some winners for us. He will join us top of the hour. It is the nightcap here on Beeson. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.